Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, it's Robin Dixon from The Real Housewives of Potomac, and you're listening to me on the Chanel in the City podcast with my girl, Chanel Omari. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chanel in the City. I'm your host, Chanel Omari, and we have a very special guest here with us today. She's one of my favorites. Uh, she is the star of The Real Housewives of Potomac on Bravo TV, and she is the co-host with her co-star, of course, Giselle Bryant, on her amazing, great podcast, Reasonable, Reasonably Shady. It's yeah. real good. <laughs> Please welcome our dear friend, Robin Dixon. How are you? Hello, Chanel. I'm so good. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having, like being on the podcast and taking out your time. I know you're very busy and we're going to get into it. Um, yes. I also want to give a shout out to Too Much Content. We are recording out of their studio in New York City here. So thank you for that. Right. Um, and so Robin, first of all, how are you? I know you're in your new house. So congratulations on that. Thank you. I'm doing very well. I definitely have been very busy doing house things, um, but so excited. I just feel so good just to be like in my own home and you know to do whatever i want to it and just you know get settled everyone's so happy so i'm so happy for you because you know when i was watching the season a lot of you know i just moved out of my house my mm -hmm. long it was a child house childhood uh, house for a long time moving into the city and people don't realize moving homes whether you have money don't have money it's just a lot right and i i, I was feeling for you this season because you're also uh, you're filming a reality show you have a full-time job you're doing the podcast you're you're busy being a wife a mom everything yeah and then so how was the move how did you cope with that with your mental health oh my gosh it was it was a lot um first of all like my movers were a disaster i'm not even gonna you know <laughs> i won't mention their name but like i literally i the last and i've moved goodness one two Wait, one, two. This is my third time moving within the past five years, right? Five or six years. Um, and every time it's just been a nightmare. And so this time I was like, I'm going to hire movers and I'm going to pay them to pack and do everything. I'm not going to lift one finger. And they showed up and I told, you know, I, hey, I want to do a pack and move. Like you're going to bring all the boxes. You're going to bring everything, blah, blah, blah. They showed up and the guys were like, um, I've never packed anyone. Most people just have their boxes ready. And I was like, you're kidding me right now. Like I was so upset, but I was like, let's go. And I'm like, they're packing, I'm packing. I was like, this is not how this was supposed to go. I was supposed <laughs> to be like, you know, sitting on the couch with my feet up and letting them just do their thing and so, yeah you're like i didn't i didn't work this hard to get to this point because i would have been pissed too because i don't understand that whole thing with the movers because this happened yeah. to my parents i'm like you're paying them to move you right right 
I was, oh my gosh. And so it ended up being like a whole two day process. Like it was, it was a nightmare. So yeah. So like moving on top of like, you know, and even before then it's like, you know, building a house. Oh, well, what color, you know, what, what, what color lights do you want? What color this, what do you want? It's like picking all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's so much stuff that you don't think about. And it, you know, the builder, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. So it was, I, I was just very, you know, time, I, my time was crunched, but I almost feel like I work better when I'm like under pressure, you know, or when I have deadlines to meet or, you know, versus like what you saw in the pandemic where I'm like, you know, there's no structure. There's like, you know, the, the kids are doing virtual school and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, like one day runs into the other. So it's like, actually being like super busy actually kind of keeps me even more focused. I like that. It's so funny because that you say that with mental health, you know, the podcast, we always talk about tips and I, I think I gravitate towards you a lot in, in, in on camera, off camera. I, I feel like you're so real and I've been through what you've been through where it's like, I also am, I think I move on with my mental health when I'm busy, focused, yeah. doing yeah. a task. Some people aren't good with that. Some people like us are just, we need that to kind of not dwell in our, in our misery or just whatever's going on at the time. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like, if there's like too much idle time, that's when I get like, that's when I get lazy, you know, it's Same. like, Oh, it feels good being on the <laughs> couch. Let me, you know, yes. <laughs> Let me binge watch Housewives of Potomac right now. Let yeah. me go rewatch it season one to season six because I ain't getting off this fucking couch. Use my language, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So like I, I almost have to be busy for me to like stay focused. Like because if I, if I'm if I'm not, you know, like super scheduled and busy, that's yeah, it's that's when it falls apart. <laughs> well, on that note, we, we could talk about, you know, you and your beautiful uh, man, husband, Juan, um, you guys kind of got into it we, with the pandemic. You were very vulnerable this season. You always are open and vulnerable. Yeah. I think that is why you're one of the most relatable housewives. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also a good tip. You'll get into it with us. Why it's important uh, as a reality star to be so open. I feel like people realize that's the longevity within being a reality right. star is when you're open. Right. So you were very open this season about how the pandemic really affected you and you were feeling some type of way, sometimes down, and then you felt like Juan would say the, the lazy stuff, which is so crazy to me because right. you cannot be lazy if you're on a show like Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. There right. is, because you're still doing a job. Yeah. You're still showing your life, right? So talk to us a little bit about that journey, how you got, how you coped with that, how you got through that, through that yeah. with your husband. Yeah. So Juan is very much like he, he's the type, like he doesn't sit still, you know, you know, like, like I, like I said, like, if you, if I don't have like a ton of stuff that's like scheduled for me, I have no problem laying in the bed, sitting on the couch, chilling, relaxing, you know, and then that kind of just becomes a way of life. He on the flip side, like, does not want to sit in the house. He doesn't want to chill. He doesn't, you know, I mean, you know, not for like a long period of time. Like he's very much like on the go, can't sit still. And, you know, we've known each other for since 1996. We've been in each other's lives forever. So we know that about each other's personalities, but he saw something in me where it was like, okay, it was more than me just 
chilling. It was like, okay, you're not, he, he saw that I wasn't the same person. I wasn't doing the same things that I usually like to do. I didn't have the same, you know, energy. Um, and he wasn't used to that because, um, you know, we've been through so lot, uh, so lot, we, we've been through so much and I've kind of always been the one to like hold it together and say, you know, we're going to figure it out. We're going to make it work. We're going to like, you know, just keep working hard. And he just wasn't used to seeing me like that, you know, especially when it's like, you know, he knows I have a thriving business. He knows, you know, yeah, we are filming. So like, you know, am I just, am I literally just like waiting for like to see, okay, I got to be there at two and we roll out of bed at 12. And, you know, like um, I have kids that are in school and, you know, I should be on top of their schoolwork. I should be cooking them a nutritious meal. Like, so he just, he wasn't, used to seeing that um and it's funny like I'm used to his toughness and although you know a lot of people probably were turned off by it like you know thinking he's not being understanding um I know that that's his way of like tough love of trying to like you know trying to motivate me um he did kind of when the show was airing um and he kind of like heard more, heard me talk about it more, you know, amongst the ladies. And, um, you know, he kind of heard some of like the, um, the feedback I was getting from the viewers. He, that is when he was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that this was like really an issue, you know, that, that it was deeper than him just thinking like, okay, snap out of it. So he did have some regret just on how he handled it because like I said, he's so used to me being the one just to like figure stuff out and wasn't used to me being at a point where I was like, I'm just, I can't do it, you know? Um, so he, it, it's, it's, it's kind of weird, you know? I thought that um, when I was talking about my storyline, um, okay, so let me rewind, like, that wasn't even something I intentionally shared with the viewers as part of my storyline. It was something that I was communicating with the producer and saying, you know, we're just having a conversation. And I'm like, man, like, I'm like really struggling here. Like, I don't feel, I just don't feel right. I don't feel like myself. I'm not motivated. And they were like, well, let's cover that. And I was like, I was like huh? Like, <laughs> like you want to show me like, you know, being unmotivated and laying in the bed and, you know, not, you know, not really like doing stuff. And they're like, yeah. And at that time I'm like, okay, this is horrible. Like, why would anyone want to see this? <laughs> but, you know, the producers know what they're doing because so many people connected to that. So many people. I was just going to tell you, like, we got so much feedback, listeners from Chanel in the City and myself. I mean, I've been, when I saw that, I cried. I laughed. I had so many emotions because I was you yeah. with my ex and my ex was one. And we so many people feel that way where how motivate and as women, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. We feel this pressure to be this superhero yes. where, like you said, he's not used to me. He's used to me doing well in my business, doing well in filming and taking care of the house and making our relationship work. And I think a right. lot of men don't realize like my ex used to say that, too. He was always a busybody. And he used to be and in the pandemic. He's like, I this is not Chanel like the Chanel I know is a hustler, 
but how much can you hustle also like we're human beings we right. don't right. we're not robots so i think the the you're the first probably one of the first housewives that showed that non-perfection vulnerability where everyone's like oh my god if robin's going through this right it's okay that we're going through this we're going to all figure this out together you yeah. know what i'm saying so many people were like thank you you know they felt so bad about themselves they didn't know how to get out of it or they had a partner like mine that just was not understanding and was tough on them and i was so floored by the response and i was like wow like you know, I, like I said, like when I was, when we were filming, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, I really was like, this is embarrassing. Like, you know, and, but, you know, thank, thankfully I was open to sharing it and being real and honest and open. And, you know, and I think it's good also, like, I feel so much better now, you know, I'm in a better place now and it, that's good to share too. Like, it's okay to go through these really tough times and these dark moments and, 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 but just know that like, you're going to come out of it, you know? Yeah. I love that. And, and also it's great. To, it's a great tip to the audience to know whether to keep the man or not. See Juan did feel bad. He did regret. And that's a keeper. That's a man who loves you and understands and is self-aware and right. the men or the women that aren't the partner that isn't, I mean, what would you say to people? What's your advice? I guess if somebody's going through this, what would you say? Yeah. Um, you know, that's a tough one. I'm, I, I think it's all about communication. You yeah. know, you feel like your partner is not being supportive instead of like internalizing it and, and, you know, taking it personal and, and not communicating. I think that's the time when you actually communicate and say, you know, listen, I hear what you're saying, but you've got to understand, like, this is something deeper than just you know me wanting an extra few hours of sleep or whatever you know i so i think a lot of times when when people feel like their partners aren't being supportive or their partner is being hard on them then they they you know kind of shut down and that's not the time to shut down that's the time to really speak up and say you know i'm i'm telling you that i'm not okay or i'm telling you that you know we need to you know, something needs to be done and I, and I need your support and I need your motiva motivation. So, um, you know, and if that person is then still not willing to, you know, be there for you or to be understanding or if they're making things worse, then you kind of almost have to, you know, make a decision and see if they're, if it's worth having them in your life at that time, you know? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Okay, guys, let's take a break from the podcast to shout out our sponsor for this episode. I want to shout out Warby Parker. That's right. I'm obsessed with Warby Parker. They are a glass company. They were founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. And you know, Chanel in the City, we are all about that budget and I'm always telling you guys the 411 on what you can get for eyeglassware, sunglasses, you name it. You guys always ask me where I get them from. It's only by Warby Parker. All right. They're offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams at such a great price point. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, and that's why I love them. Don't let your FSA or HSA dollars go to waste. Put them to good use on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Warby Parker is committed to provide exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses, as I said. And the glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. It's that cheap, and it's that good of quality. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program, which I just did. You order five pair of glasses to try at home for free for five days. That's right. There's no obligation to buy them. They ship for free and include a prepaid return shipping label. It's that easy for you guys. You know how I like to make it easy for my Chanel in the City audience. Again, you guys get to try to five pair of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash Chanel. Again, try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash Chanel. You're going to love it. You got to take this quiz, order a home try on kit and share your experience with Warby Parker. They love to hear the feedback. I just did it. And I basically told them what I like in terms of sunglasses. As I'm getting older, I need prescription glasses as well. And they do both a combo and custom make it for you. Quality of the glasses are amazing. You get to keep them for years. Some of my Warby Parker glasses I've had for years. So definitely right now go to www.bbc.com warbyparker.com slash Chanel and get five pair of glasses and you can thank me later. All right. I want to give a shout out to our next sponsor of this episode, Truebill. I love Truebill. Let me tell you why. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. Because you know how you get all those emails? You're like, what the hell did I subscribe to when I never subscribed to this? Or if I subscribed to it, I was probably drunk or whatever or desperate. But Truebill takes care of all that for you and makes it easy. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. That's right. We're all about saving money here on Chanel in the City because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. You don't even have to worry about it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always on the go. I'm always, I can barely get my life together. So I don't remember what I'm subscribing to or unsubscribing to. And I don't want people to just be taking money out of my account that I don't have. Truebill protects that for you and they prevent that for you. Truebill concierge is where and there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. True Bill has over 2 million users and it helped save them over $100 million. That's right, $100 million. It's insane. And you don't even have to fall for those subscription scams anymore. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash Chanel. That's right, truebill.com slash Chanel. Go right now, truebill.com slash Chanel. It could save you thousands a year, all right? And I'm all about saving you money, guys. You're gonna thank me later. Join Truebill right now and take back financial control. Go to the App Store or Google Play today and download True Bill today for free. That's right. It's also free and they're going to save you money. True Bill, take control of your subscriptions and finance.
Okay, guys, I got to talk to you about this skincare line that I am obsessed with. It's clean, it's organic, it's simple. You know, I'm all about simplicity and just clean skin. As I get older, I've been breaking out, which I never did in my 20s, but in your 30s, there's so many surprises. But guess what? Hey, honey, we'll save that all for you and make your skin look glowing and feel natural and clean and amazing because I've been using it and I'm a different person. Hey, honey is real life, real skincare. Real life can be complicated and hectic. Skincare shouldn't have to be. Finding a skincare routine that's easy to follow, easy to stick to, that delivers lasting results has been near nearly impossible for most busy men and women out there. Who has the time or the patience for lengthy routines with multiple steps and products? I know I don't. I'm always on the go. And Hey Honey takes care of that for you. Hey Honey is real, using only real testimonies supported by over 1 million real reviews, promising the real results of each product, using real clean ingredients, being real planet-friendly, and uh, they have a real program grade line. Fast acting, long lasting, multitasking, self adjusting are all the benefits of Hey Honey. In a world of social media with tons of messages, videos and products being thrown at you every day, you need one you can trust, a skincare routine that is stress free. Hey Honey is simple, easy to understand and transparent skincare. It's for everyone and used by everybody. And what I love about Hey Honey is they use honey and bee propolis that had been used in skincare regimens, even the beautiful queen Cleopatra used to bathe in milk and honey. Can you believe that? Holy, that is amazing. Holy moly. I love Hey Honey. I feel like my skin just feels like pure silk honey and cream and milk and that's what you want it to feel like without those extra chemicals without those extra ingredients and obviously honey is a really big ingredient known for your overall health and body and skin to get better I, what I love about Hey Honey uh, products is the serum the vitamin D and B glowing serum which makes your skin look and feel fresh they also have the moisturizer it's cruelty free and it's paraben free and long lasting and I love it and you're going to become obsessed with it also and it hydrates your skin as well. And I'm hooking you guys up right now. If you go to heyhoney.com, use the code Chanel at checkout for your 20% off your first purchase. That's right, 20% off they're giving to you for the holidays. Chanel in the city. Use the code Chanel at checkout, heyhoney.com. And you can thank me later because your skin is going to breathe, feel good, feel clean. And uh, you're not going to have to wear that much makeup, by the way. Thank you so much. And now back to the podcast. Hey guys, your girl Chanel Amari here from the Chanel in the City podcast. Thank you guys for joining in to this new episode. Can't wait to get into it. It's a great hot episode as always. Make sure you subscribe, like, and comment on this episode and each episode of Chanel in the City. Leave a positive review for your girl or leave some constructive criticism. We welcome that too so we can get better because we're all about getting better in the city. I love that. That's great. Yes, that's great advice. And it's realistic. Yeah. Where are you? Where do you and Juan stand now? I mean, how has your relationship blossomed because of this? Yeah, we're great. Um, he definitely, like I said, like he was, um, he felt really bad, you know, and he, he just, he kind of said, you know, what, I got to make more of an effort to be more hands on and be more helpful um, you know, around the house or with the kids or just in our lives too. Like he, he realizes like, I'm, I'm super busy. I have a lot going on and, and he's very busy too, but you know, he's got to contribute just as much as I do when it comes to like, you know, this, the, the home front. Um, so he kind of, he realizes like, you know, I can't do it all. Um, so it's, it's good. It's like, and that's the great thing about long-term relationships. Like, they're, they're not perfect. And, you know, you gotta be able to, to weather the storms and to, you know, 
understand one another and to grow and evolve with one another and realize like, you know, you're not going to be the same person the entire time. And, you know, that's just a part of relationships is being able to grow and adapt with your partner. And I love that. And I love the fact that you guys also, you know, a lot of people say, oh, reality TV can affect our relationship for the worse. I yeah. think reality TV actually is a great mirror to either, like you said, work through it, grow yeah. and become better or get rid of whatever isn't working for yeah. you. Yeah, right? I agree. I, I honestly believe the show has really helped us. Um, number one, because like early on, it, it made us actually closer and bond more and kind of like really have each other's backs because, yes. you know, for us, like, we're, we're real people. Like we've been together, you know, since we were in high school, we really care, genuinely love and care about one another. And so early on when it was like, you know, it was like a lot of negativity and a lot of judgment and criticism. It, it's like, no, like you don't know us. You don't know us to judge us like that. You don't know, you know, how connected we are or how, how much we know each other or how intertwined we are. And, and we're not going to let outsiders um you know kind of tear us apart or tear us down and so it really made us come together even more and have each other's back even more and want to see each other succeed and be successful even more and to be stronger for our kids like all of that um and then it is kind of you know interesting a lot of the conversations that we you know you might have on a reality tv show um like it, it fosters communication, you yep. know, it fosters, you know, introspection and, 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 you know, talking about things that maybe you would have kept inside. Um, so it's really cool. I think the relationships that break up, um, I think sometimes it has to do with like the, either the, the man not being comfortable with the wife all of a sudden being a celebrity, you mm -hmm. know, if they were truly a housewife and, you know, they didn't really have their own means of, you know, no income and um, they didn't have their own identity outside of being a housewife. Like, I think sometimes the man is not comfortable um, seeing their wife blossom like that. So then you have a battle of the egos and then you have the woman now. And then it depends on how the housewife handles her, you know, sudden fame, you know, does her head, does her ego get big? Does her head blow, blow up? Does she act different? Or does she remain, you know, the same person that that husband always knew? So I think that's where those problems come from. That's no, that's a great and that's a great um, angle to look at it from because we haven't gotten that perspective. I love that. Yeah. Let's talk about also your your friends on the show, your castmates, the women when you were going through this. I know that some of them had some things to say. Uh, Karen, a lot of times like where how did you cope with that? in general, like, um, where you, did you feel like they had your best interest at heart? Did you feel sometimes there was shade? Like, what were your thoughts? You know, I always expect on a show like this for people to have shady, um, remarks and judgment and, you know, to find something to critique. So, you know, I really didn't care what they <laughs> were going to have to say about what was going on in my life. Um, you know, if they want to like make light of it or, you know, talk about my relationship or whatever, that, that's on them, honestly, like, you know, I, I kind of expect it. So it almost would be surprising if everyone was 100% supportive and had nothing shady to say. Um, 
yeah so you know that that's the thing about me like I know that I'm not perfect and I don't strive to be perfect and I don't pretend to be perfect and so there's almost nothing that anyone can really say about me that will like you know hurt my feelings I so, love that well th yeah I love that because I was gonna say you know um, in general, you've been the OG. You and Giselle have been the long, longest standing at a Potomac, six seasons. It's very hard to kind of stand your ground. Um, but you're, and you're, you're always getting, I feel like you're getting along with everyone too, for the most part, which is also hard to do. I mean, but then when you need to stand up for yourself or you need to stand up for your friends, you do it really well. It's, it's hard to do that in real life, in real life as well for me. What's your tips? Like, how do you go about that with not being scared to like, speak your mind you know right. without being like oh this person's gonna be mad at me you know right. and i and i do love her you know yeah you know it's i think it's like um it is hard like okay so sometimes you have to play like a little um like psychology game and it's like you have to like you know they say like sandwich a criticism with like two positives and you know so it's almost like you have to know how to like phrase something or you know, how to like soften something. But like, I've never in my life been one to hold my tongue when it comes to like, you know, you know, I, I'm not gonna, so this is the thing. If you see me on the show, I've never throw out, I don't throw out insults. I don't right. critique, you know, what people look like. I don't call them names. I don't insult, you know, their, you know, what they've gone through. But I will say like, but I, I will have like, real conversations or comments based on their behavior or the things that come out of their mouth, you know? So, or, you know, or, or I'm, I'm willing to have tough conversations, but that doesn't mean that I'm like throwing an insult or a jab at anyone. So I just think it just depends on how you do it, who it's coming from. You know, there are some people who just like to throw insults in, in, and that's their way of, you know, um, communicating or, um, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Deflecting. Um, where I'm just like very straightforward. Um, you don't, you never have to guess how I'm feeling about someone or how I'm thinking or, you know, am I being genuine? Um, am I lying? Like you, you never, like, I just like to be straightforward, honest, and open. And then, and when people have something to say about me, it's like, 
okay, well, what you got for me? Like, tell me, you know, I'm open to receiving criticism about myself. Okay, well, how can I be better? How can, you know, what, what could I have done differently? So I just think when you're not like defensive and you're not throwing out insults and it's not coming from a place of judgment, people have no choice but to actually like listen, you know? Those, yeah, that's great advice. I, I think when you know, you're, you're not coming from a place of ego, you're putting the ego aside. Like you said, if you're ready to accept the criticism, what are you really scared of? Right. There's really yeah. nothing to be scared of. That's a good yeah. thing. Oh, now I'm going to try that. <laughs> Robin, thank you. That's going to help a lot of us get through life, you know, because right. it is hard to have that confrontation and then kind of move on because you guys are so good moving past the confrontation mm -hmm. and you guys know how to have fun and laugh still like you know, that's hard to do in general because you have those like, you know, resentment moments, you know, where you're like harping on them. Yeah, it's really hard. And I'll be honest, um, it, it, it's not like I will say, gosh, I remember it's not easy to get to that point. You know, it, it's not like like I didn't start on this show like that, because honestly. In normal life outside of cameras, if there's someone that says something that's, you know, offensive or mean, or it feels like that person really doesn't like you, or, you know, they're critiquing your life. Um, what are you going to do? You're, you're not going to be around that person. You're going to choose to eliminate them from your life. Right. 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 So in this situation, I don't have that choice. I don't <laughs> have the choice. You know, I, I, I remember season three, um, early in the season when Ashley was like, you know, telling me how I needed to live my life. I, 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 you know, I lost it on her. I was like, I can't do this. And I told every producer, I said, don't ever put me in a room with her. You know, I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to see her. I want nothing to do with her. And then it was like a week later, I'm sitting around a table with her, you know, <laughs> in that, um, that scene where I'm like yelling at her, like, what have I done to you? Um, so it's like being on Housewives is almost like a human experiment. You know, it's like, okay, let's put these ladies in a room and, and see how they're going to react. And you just kind of got to learn, like, you got to build that, like, okay, I have, I can't avoid this person. And so let's figure out a way to move forward because it's not fun when you're angry and mad at someone for the whole season. Like I couldn't, I can't go a whole season being around Ashley and, being angry and not speaking to her. So yeah. you kind of gotta, it, it's, it is a test. It's a test and it's not, it's not easy. And it's something that you have to like learn, like, okay, this is not how I would normally <laughs> move in life. Because like I said, you know, I would just say, I'm, I don't need to be around her. So now you have to figure out how do we coexist and how do we try to make it better? I love that. Would you say, what would you say is the one tip for the newbies, the new housewives like Mia or other franchises, what do you think works for you or um, in general to have longevity on the show? Yeah, I mean, of course, being authentic, being yourself, not lying because lies catch up to you, um, not worrying about the criticism that you're gonna receive or that you receive from the viewers. Mm. Um, I actually think that's a lot of people's I don't want to say downfall, but I think a lot of people um, harp on the comments and the criticism and the, you know, what they're saying on Twitter. Um, 
it's, I think when you're a newbie, like you don't really know that that exists until the season airs. And then that's when people come in the second season acting like totally different. And um, so that's like my advice to like a, a, a season two, you know, going into your season two, like, or even like while the show's airing, don't let the comments eat you alive. Don't internalize it. It can be, I mean, there's so much negativity and toxicity out there in, in social media world. Um, really don't even look at it. Don't pay attention to it. Like that's, that's the advice I give people when the show is airing. But you know, when you're on the show, just be yourself. You know, don't feel the need to create a persona to stand out. You know, most of them, you're like they're there for a reason because someone, you know, in, you know, in casting or, you know, Bravo or, or, you know, the production committee, they saw something special in that person. So don't come on the show trying to be someone that you're not in order to stand out. So that's, that's beautifully said. I love that. People can really listening in can take that tip. Um, let's talk about also your journey this season with, um, who, I mean, I know that you and Giselle had issues. I don't even want to say issues, but just concerns with Karen, right? A lot of times when Karen, um, and Giselle would get into it, I feel like you were really good friends standing up for Giselle. What do you think? Why do you think in general, like with the, with the Karen situation this season, right? I know that Giselle and her got into it, but I also feel like you were a good friend because you stuck up for Giselle when, because it was the right thing to do. Right. Um, sometimes we don't have that person. We need that person to like come in and be the buffer and say, hold up. This is what the facts are. It's not right. just me being blindly biased. I, and you are, you and Giselle are close and we'll get into why you're so close, but talk to us about kind of your, your perspective of the whole situation. Why did you feel that you also were at odds with her at times? Like she wasn't getting it or I don't know. Is that yeah. my own issue? Like, was I seeing it differently? I don't know. No, no, no. They're definitely. So, so I, I definitely from the, the previous season, um, I felt like Karen was, um, you know, she was doing stuff on her social media to um, kind of blame us for, for that whole like fight situation in season right. five. And I, I didn't appreciate that at all. Like it was just, um, and it was something that she never really, and, I mean, to the point where it was, I don't, it was just too much manipulation going on and too many games being played. And I don't play games. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to like pander to the fans and, oh, be on my side and, and, you know, pit people against each other. Like, I just, I don't operate like that. And so when she literally like posted us on her page to say like, you know, oh, look at them. They're the, really to say like, we're the reason why, you know, two other people were getting into an altercation. Like I was so disappointed in her. Um, so turned off by her. I looked at her totally differently. You know, it's like, how are you like, a, you know, supposed to be this grand dame, sophisticated woman and you're playing these games on social media. So like, for me, I just, she didn't sit right with me um, like early on in the season. And I kind of just, you know, wanted to just keep my, not keep my distance, but, you know, just be careful with, with how I interacted with, with her. Um, and then I just felt like the stuff that she would say to Giselle, like, you don't, you know, like, I don't know why it was okay in people's minds for Karen to literally insinuate that Giselle has an STD and that she was in a mental institution. 
Um, you know, she also called her a drug addict. Like, you know, I just, I don't know why it was okay in anyone's minds to sit there and let her say these types of things to someone. And so- Yeah, because it's assassination of character and that's not cool without backing it with facts. Yeah, yeah. In general. Right, and it was, and it came from the same blog that made the stuff up about Wendy's husband. It came from that same blog. They made up stuff about us all the time. Like we were subject to- just, you know, they made up stuff about me and Giselle and Wendy and whoever else was not on, you know, the other person's side. And it was, it was, it was so much toxicity. And I couldn't believe that she was like regurgitating that stuff as if it was fact and to hurt someone. And I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't care. And I don't, care if Giselle was on the receiving end of it. If she was saying that to Ashley, if she was saying it to Candace, if she was saying it to Mia, Wendy, whomever, I'm still going to jump in and say, that's not right. You know, it's, I'm, yeah. I'm still going to stick up for that person. So I do find it, you know, sad that people don't want to see me stick up for Giselle because I would stick up for anybody. It's not about, oh, I'm only going to stick up for Giselle. No, I'm going to stick up for someone when it's right. And I'm going to call the person out when they're wrong. It doesn't matter who it is. So I don't know. I just think Karen gets a pass because of her delivery. Like, cause you know, she, she, she speaks with this special tone, you know, a different tone and makes it sound all like fancy and stuff. And it's like, no, it's still not okay with what's coming out of your mouth. Um, so it's just a lot of that. Like I was just always turned off by um, a lot of her behavior that, really got a pass. You know, on that note, and I think it's important to talk about, I think what Karen does in general represents, I think women of all ages, I go through it, women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, it never ends where it's like, I agree with you. I always, I'm the woman in general who's like, why don't you do the right thing? Stick up for what's right, not for who you're biased or loyal towards. If you're in a room and somebody else is bullying, like I, I had somebody bullying me in the comedy world, and I had a friend, quote unquote, it's, I swear, it's like Real Housewives of Comedy. She's like, what, what's your problem with me? And I'm like, you're sitting there allowing this person who you're associated with degrade me, humiliate me, constantly put me on social media that I suck when I'm probably better than most, but that's okay. Because oh. girl, you know, we've been in reality TV. That's a whole different beast. When you're in showbiz, like the comedy game can't can kill you. Wow. But when she came to me and said to me, and this happens to a lot of people, when she's saying, well, what did I do? And it's like, it's not me. It's like, but you're standing there allowing it to happen. Right. So when I see you stand up, I'm like, wait a minute, there's women like Robin out there who right. do stand up for the right thing, who don't play the games, then there's no excuses for this whole mean girl game playing. It's a bigger picture, which is I'm happy you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it is. And it's, and it's so funny. It's, it's so weird. It's like, you know, just because Giselle is a big personality on the show, everyone thinks it's okay to, you know, try to pick her apart. And and I think it's also because she she can handle it. Like she can take all the bullets and she sits there and she's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, she laughs, right. But doesn't make it okay. Right, it doesn't make it okay. And, and you still need to address that person that's, you know, that's, that's being, you know, the mean person and saying all this stuff and saying, look, this is not okay. It's not okay if you say it about Giselle. It's not okay if you say it about Ashley. It's just not okay. And it's not okay, like, you know, to, I had a, I had a problem with her saying, oh, you know, Giselle was never in a mental, mental institution, but I had a problem with her 
acting as though there's a problem if she was in a mental institution. Like, what are you saying about people who've had mental health problems and they've had to be hospitalized? Why are you using that as, you know, something to tear her apart with? Like, you know, I just, I don't, it's, so it's almost like you have to call them out not only on how they're treating that person, but on how the stuff that they say is a reflection of what's going on in the real world too. Like, Amen. Right. Because you're di she, now she's stigmatizing mental health and people who have been in mental institutions. Yeah. And by the way, people who have had, been in mental institutions doesn't mean they're bad. Doesn't mean they're right. crazy. It just means we all we all could be in one. Honestly, right. we just yeah. some of us don't get caught, you know, yeah. out, out loud. You know what I mean? But I know Giselle, Giselle is even saying that is just like a laugh. It's a joke because she's one of the women that have it all together. And again, I like how you're saying it. It's not about that. It's just like not it's not cool even making someone right. feel bad about it. Yeah, it's not. And she and she said a lot of other things that they didn't air. But I, I had an issue, you know, I, I was just like, like, why is that OK? Why? Where do you where do you guys stand now? Um, I mean, we're fine, you know, kind of like just we, we we finished. We went through the season without really any confrontation. Um, we're fine. I, I would say we're. We could stand to. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be closer or to, you know, get better. Um, I, I don't have anything negative to say <laughs> right yeah. now, um, but, but we could stand to have a better relationship. Has she ever apologized? I think the listeners want to know if she's ever apologize to you and Giselle in general or or, or self-aware of what you guys had brought to her attention now no mm -mm. no oh, she just no. makes she deflects and she makes excuses for for her behavior and she, she's very she's a master deflector she she'll always flip it and put it on the other people so no yeah well in terms of the reunion Anything you can get, four part reunion. Let me tell you something. The first was you can't take your eyes off of it. For those of you who have not tuned in yet, make sure it's on demand right now. You can binge watch it. Um, talk to us a little bit about what we, we can expect from the other parts. What is there? Where is what is there to come from your end with the other ladies? Yeah, I mean, it's it, we we there's a lot of, you know, confrontation, a lot of people, you know, trying to talk things out. I, I honestly can't say that we're in a better place. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't really say that. Um, so maybe that's something to look forward to moving forward. Yeah. But, um, definitely a lot of just, you know, putting everything out on the table. And of course, like Nicki Minaj was like, <laughs> yes, can you tell us about the Nicki Minaj? Oh my God, we're dying. Yes. You know what? Nicki was so awesome because you can it you you can really tell that she really 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 has watched the show from like season one early on and she really knows us she knows the show and she was not she didn't come from a point of like a she didn't seem biased she seemed you know she watches the show she she sees it for what it is she's not team this person team that person it's like okay let's talk about this let's talk about that why this why that 
Um, and I really appreciated that about her. Like, you know, and, and it's funny cause she asks, she says a lot of stuff and asks a lot of stuff that like Andy as a white man wouldn't be able to, to say, you know? Oh, interesting. Right. That's, fa that's phenomenal because right. We get, we get the black woman perspective as well that right. That, so you guys got into it. I'm oh, assuming. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's definitely, she goes there. She goes there. It's fun. It's, it's good. And she, she really like took her time and like, it's like, you could just tell she really took pride in, you know, in, in doing her job. And from what I understand, she had multiple meetings with the producers to like talk about, you know, her job and what she was going to talk about. And, and I, I appreciate that she took it so seriously. Do you think she did justice um, for Andy? I mean, like in, in, in Andy's place, was it just different, a little different, like you said, or? It was different. Cause it was like, you really felt like you were just talking to like a girlfriend that was like, like in town visiting. And she's like, okay, like I'm catching up on all this. So let me tell you, know what I mean? Like what, what's up with that? And what's up with that? And you know, it, it just, it was more like you're literally talking with a, a girlfriend um, that, didn't have like a dog in the fight. Like she's friends with everybody and she's just yeah. trying to figure out, well, why you say that? And why that happened? And why, you know? Well, yeah. how does it make you feel in general that the, one of the biggest superstars and music moguls in the world loves, has even said that she's loved you, Giselle and the ladies has said that she, I mean, how does that make you feel? That would make me feel like on cloud nine. I mean, it's so awesome. <laughs> like I, she's, she had, I know that she's watched the show since season one because she was following me on Instagram in season one. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like that was like season one. Nobody watched us in season one. <laughs> but I mean, so I've always known that she was like aware of us, that she watched, but it was like the, it was so surreal. Like just, first of all, the fact that like, Potomac has been on for six seasons is surreal. You know, like that I'm on a Real Housewives show, that's surreal to me. Um, and so the whole moment was just like, it's still hard to believe like that actually happened. It's really hard to believe, but it was so cool. It was, it was so cool. I love it. We can't wait to watch it. Uh, ep uh, part two airs this Sunday night. Uh, 8 p.m. on Bravo TV. You got part three next Sunday and part four following Sunday. You guys better just get with it because when I look at that, when I look at your show, when I watch your show, it is everything to me that night. I mean, to a lot of people, they're like texting, oh my God, did you watch? Um, always rooting for you. I love you and Giselle. I just, I don't know. I gravitate towards the two of you the most. I think yeah. in real life in general, I'm the same way. I don't like to play games. I like to be straightforward. I like to do the right, right. thing. Mm -hmm. You guys all encompass that. Talk to us a little bit about your thoughts on Candace, because I know Nikki also said she was going to give Candace a reality check at some point. I don't know if we're going to see that. But what are your thoughts in general on Candace um, this season and yourself? Like whether you had an issue with her or just a lot of people have been have been commenting on her behavior and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't have any issues with Candace. Um, Candace and I get along very well. Um, I think, and, and, you know, as far as like, can I know Candace feels like, I'll water down. Candace feels like she's judged differently, you know, um, as we heard her talk about the reunion, like, you know, all of us say stuff to each other 
they're all of us, you know, kind of, you know, go back and forth, but why is it so bad when she does it? And honestly, I feel like the difference is um, how she delivers her message and, you know, with the energy behind how she says things and, and the enthusiasm and the way she says things. Because if you literally take like, you know, how I said, the stuff that Karen was saying was not okay. But the way Karen says it, it's more like a calm kind of, you know, with her little, you know, fancy way of talking. Oh, you know, you're, oh, you're, a, you went to sing, sing, you know. And so it's like, if you take, if you take what Karen says and put it in Candace's voice, it's going to sound so much worse, you know, because Candace is a lot more energetic. She kind of, she like, she's, she, she, she gives you a dagger. You know what I mean? It, it like, yeah. it stings a little bit more. And if you take the stuff that Candace, Candace says and put it in Karen's voice, then it sounds not as bad. So it's really more about the delivery. It's not about what she's saying. It's, that's my opinion. And I think because Candace, you know, will get loud and will be a little more energetic, that's what makes the people on the receiving end get, you know, more riled up and more, you know, wanting to react or more offended. Um, but when, when Karen says it, it's not so bad, you know? So I don't want to say like, it, it's, I, I don't, so I'm like, I wasn't offended. I'm sorry when she called Ashley wide body. I wasn't offended right. when she said your mama to me. Like I, I knew that that was like, the, the typical, you know, knee jerk, your mama reaction when someone like, you know, insults you, you insult them back Well, your mama, you know? So yeah. I, I, I just, I don't get as offended by the stuff that she says. Um, but I think it's when like, she keeps it going and she's a little more, you know, she makes, she's, she's yelling a little bit more, a little bit louder. That's when it gets a little bad, but you know. We have two. We have two more questions. We're going to wrap up. Where do you? What do you think needs to happen to move forward with these ladies? What do you think needs to happen for yourself, for everybody, to move forward for season seven? You know, um, I mean, I feel as though I'm in a good place with just about everyone. I don't. I do not feel good about where I am with Wendy. Right. Um, yeah. Talk, like, talk she, to us a little bit about that. On top of yeah, if you can. Yeah. So, so, so for me, I felt like I said everything I needed to say at the reunion. Um, I did not come in with a, a cold heart to, with the reunion. I, I wanted to get to a place of resolution, but I felt she was not the same. Like she did not want to hear anything anyone had to say. It's like, she's very stubborn. She wants to be right. She wants, you know, everyone to be wrong. Everyone's a bad guy. Um, you know, she's, it, it, I, I felt like as a friend, she was like thinking the worst of me, which, you know, it's kind of, you know, offensive. Like, okay, if we're, if, if we're really a friend, if we're really cool, we should be able to talk it out and move forward. Um, but I, I didn't, I, she didn't offer that grace to me to just like, let's get to a better place. And so I, I don't feel like we're in a good place at all. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, like there's nothing more that I can say or do to rectify the situation. Um, but as far as everyone else, like we're great. 
Do you think it's jealousy? Do you think, what, why do you think Wendy's at odds so much with you? Cause it's so weird. Cause you're like that person that gets along with everyone. You talk about everything. You know what I mean? Like if you hurt her, I feel like you'd be the first one to be like, I'm so sorry. Can we move forward? Right. Yeah. I mean, we, that's the thing. Like we, and, and of course like, you guys don't get to see everything. Like right. we talked through everything that night in Williamsburg where we're sitting around the dinner table. Like she and I talked about so much stuff where it's like, you know, you should be able to walk away from the table being like, okay, like, you know, we, we can move forward. We can get to a better place, but like, clearly that didn't happen. Um, and so I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, and I don't know if this is like season two housewife, you know, kind of um, overanalyzing things and, you know, thinking, thinking that she's, I, I, I really don't know. I, I don't know, or not being able to move forward. I feel like she's very stubborn. Like she just, she wants to be right, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know why we are where we are. Um, and, you know, like I said, like it's, it's really up to her. Like if she wants to stay where we are, then that's fine. But there's nothing more that I can say to her to, to try to change the situation. Well, I, I have a feeling you guys are going to turn this upside down to a positive place. I pray for that. I think you guys would be great. I think she would be losing a great losing out on a great friend. And I think you can help her through in general since yeah. she is a season two housewife. And I just I, I think we need to tune in because I think season seven is about to buckle up, baby, because we are about to go on a ride. I can't wait for season seven for you guys. Gosh, I will just be so and you know, it's so crazy. I can't believe that season six was so successful because we filmed in a pandemic where like we literally couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't film with like, you know, in big crowds or with other people around. And so I'm looking forward to just being able to like be out and about and doing different things. Like, I'm so shocked we were able to make such a great season. I love that. And speaking about out and about, our last question for you is Chanel in the City audience wants to know, what's a place either in Maryland or the New York City when you come that you love to go to restaurant or love to escape that makes you just feel like a different person? Oh, wow. Um, I love to go to like, any like Four Seasons or Ritz Carlton, like lounge, lobby, bar situation. Um, yeah. You feel like almost any city you go to, it's like, okay, if you want a nice little bar situation, like go to the Four Seasons, go to the Ritz or something, you know? So I would say something like that. I just like to chill, listen to like, you know, nice live music, have a few drinks. Um, and get some good food. So I love that you heard it here first. A lot of housewives people ask me, where can I spot the housewives? But I just wanted to say thank you so much, Robin. We love you. We are so rooting for you. We love that you had a great successful season. Uh, where can everybody follow you and tune in to you and your thriving business? If you can shout out and plug in your business, because we love yeah. that. Yes, thank you, Chanel. I appreciate you. So of course, um, on Instagram, my personal page is Robin Dixon 10, the number 10. Um, we have reasonably at reasonably shady, our podcast, where you can listen to reasonably shady on, you know, anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, all that. Um, and then my, my hat business, which we've seen on the show embellished is, um, at embellished shop. So got a lot going on. I love it. I'm about to buy me my birthday hat from your embellished shop on November 21st. So I hope it's not sold out. I hope the internet yeah. doesn't break down. Well, we're, we're a little sold out right now, but I'll be restocking in a few days. So. Good to know. Okay, yeah. good to know. 
Robin, thank you so much. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.